Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm fucked. Like, I don't want to stay here. It's like 1130 at night. I was in Astoria. I then call every person I know in New York, who is not that many at this point in time because I don't live in New York, <laughs> and they're all like, I'm out of town. And I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go. And I'm like a broke college and like I can't get a hotel room. And then I remember there was a drag queen and had really wanted to fuck me when I went to school. We went back to the the drag queen's house and she was like, the only place to sleep is my bed. I got in bed and she was like, you're wearing your jeans. And I went, I went, yeah, sometimes when I'm feeling really sad, it just comforts me to sleep in my jeans. The craziest (laughs) lie I've ever said in my fucking life. I was like... What's up, Bottom Nation? (laughs) Guys, for the next few weeks, it's going to be pretty crazy on my end. I am recording bonus episodes that are only going to be available on Patreon. I am touring. I'm coming to Chicago. Actually, Kate is coming with me to Chicago, and I'm going to Philadelphia and Bloomington all in November, and as usual, every Sunday in New York City doing my show, AshleyGavin.com. Um... And my full-time employee starts in mid-November. So I'm asking you to bear with me. Please listen to these audio notes. Please come and see me live. It is one of the best ways to support me besides the Patreon, which funds all of this shit. So many of you are new donors. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to get you your free tickets. I can't wait to get you those free bonus episodes. I'm so excited to interact with all of you, give you cameos and all of that stuff. It warms my heart. Like, seriously, thank you so much. And on today's episode, we have one of Kate's closest friends, Jake Cornell. You know him from his viral TikToks. He's an incredible comedian. God, he is so fucking funny. He's about to start a podcast. You can uh, find that information on his Instagram. We do a bonus episode of You're Having Gay Sex, which is going to be on the Patreon. Go check that out. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about this one. He is a very talented podcaster. I loved working with him. Okay. Okay, this is perfect. Yeah. Okay, the reason that I've if if Jake sounds like a robot compared to the rich, smooth voices of me and Kate. Right I'm truly now, so sorry. No. You know what? Yeah, you should be. It is because I left my microphones out and they got covered in cat hair. And Jake is allergic to cats because you're homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> It's my least favorite thing about myself. So we swapped out the mic, but look at what a pro I was. Honestly, I'm going to take all of this, glorify me. That's See, that's a change of pace for you. Well, otherwise I would have just sucked it up, but by the end they would have been like, is Jake crying? And I'd be like... <laughs> Do you want this pillow out of your way? Let's no, it's fine. Leather. It's no, just, no. it can't touch my face and the mic would have touched my face. Yeah, for yeah, sure. But this is fine. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't like when the podcast... So something that I've learned from the listener is that they can pick up on negative vibes. 
<laughs> yeah, that's like the whole purpose of the show is that you like feel like you're hanging out with people so you can tell when someone's in a bad fucking mood. Yeah. So I my vibes have not been good. Oh my god. Lately and like my vibe today is not good and I don't want the listener to feel like wow, this podcast has negative vibes because let's be real Kate, you are also unwell. Like we are both <laughs> You're like you're like <laughs> actually you're like the negative vibes guys i know you may think it's from me but kate is unwell <laughs> the negative vibes are from a shared source here no they are they are though the, the vibes the vibes are negative and shared so jake what are your i vibes feel today? so good <laughs> i'm honestly having a really good week i've been having like Honestly, like I had like some like I honestly have had one of the be better weeks in a while. Oh like things are going well for me. That's really. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm so glad to hear it. That's so great. So like I am getting. To That's so great. <laughs> well, I woke up at 4 a.m. screaming from a bad dream, and then when I couldn't fall back asleep, I told Chelsea that I was afraid of tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, so and I'm, is that something you were you're con you were conscious of, or was it in the morning? Chelsea was like, "So we need to talk about what you said in the middle of the <laughs> no, night." That was something I was consciously telling. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I so I was performing on stage, and the person didn't like my performance, and like accused me of being like inappropriate and stuff like that. Okay, because on of, an like, X-rated on an X-rated show. Okay, does that make sense? So like. There was no crime here. So I was you a were, comedy show. Did they like accuse like you doing explicit comedy on an X-rated show as like SH? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so actually that quite a that happened. I got look. I'm just gonna put this out there. I have no idea what order this is gonna go through. I'm going through like a post mortem with Jen that is not going any way that I expected it, and it happened. While Jen's an ex. Yeah, okay. very important. A most a very important person in my life who I love very very much, and I don't want anyone to think that like I don't I feel any different way. But it is it has been very hard. I'm going through it literally on the boat. With, like, no Wi-Fi and, like, for the first time in a really long time. There's no Wi-Fi on Carnival? There's very little Wi-Fi, so I'm, like, having to... <laughs> I'm also, so sorry. Also... <laughs> How much is a Carnival cruise? If it's more than $11, there dude, needs to be Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not more than $11. That's the thing. <laughs> this is the thing no one realizes about these cruises. Everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so nice. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It is the most extreme form of capitalism, and they're taking advantage of everybody so that these cruises can be, like, super, super cheap. Mm. So, but uh. whatever. The point is... And then last night I, I got like my period. The point is that I am like not uh, every time my period comes, I'm like, I got my fucking period. Like I'm it surprises shocked. you. Yeah. Every time I'm like again, because it seems too soon or just because it you don't. Why should I have to get it so many fucking times? It's so frequent. I've never experienced it, but I have I, that every once in a while. It does give me pause. Where I'm like, wow, a month is so often like, yeah. And especially because then I'm like, oh, and there's like a whole situation for a week before and a week after. I'm like, that's one <laughs> week's vacation. Like, and then you're back in it, right? That sounds yeah. fucking crazy. That's my PTO is from my period. It's one week of normalcy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like a fucking bitch right now, just to be perfectly honest. And listener, right, but if the you're negative vibes, those are my fault. <laughs> Did something bad happen to you on a cruise this week? No. No. Just I, life. I'm here. I'm smiling. I'm. Matched my socks to my hat. I'm making an effort. You're a 12-year-old. <laughs> All right. So I 
I once told Ashley that matching my socks to my hat was a, a, a femme characteristic, and she said, absolutely no, it's, it's not. No, it's not. 100% it's not. 100% it's not. Go. I will say the dynamic right now is, uh, like, between the two of you is, like, neither of you have ever worked in a restaurant. No. No. But you probably still experience this. A mom with a child... Yes. Where the mom is having a bad day, so she's like, "Billy, shut the fuck up!" Like as though Billy's the problem, and everyone's like, "That mom is so mad." And Billy literally like goes to salt his food, and she's like, "Billy, you're being insane!" And it's like, <laughs> one time I saw this reminds me of this. One time I saw people sitting down at a restaurant, and it was like a big family, and the mother was sitting across from her son, and she asked everyone to change seats, and I quote, "So I don't have to look at him while I eat." Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> okay. One time I, one I'm time. gonna need you to get the the long mic cord and go into the bathroom, please. <laughs> <laughs> one time at the restaurant I worked at in college. I was running food to this table and I dropped, I think it was like a spinach quesadilla in front of the mother of the family. Oh, like no. by dropped, I mean place. Like I was, I oh, put it down. It wasn't okay, like, okay. yeah, yeah. I put it in front of her and she was like, I did not order this. And I, before I could even like be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry or anything. Her husband was like, yes, you did. I cannot do this again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ran from that table. I was like, I cannot be present for the fallout from this. You're like, I'm not going to stand here for the back and forth. Like, absolutely not. But like, this man was broken. He was like, I cannot go through this one more time. You ordered the quesadilla. That's unreal. unreal. That sounds like my mom, honestly. Um, Oh, my baby boy getting some sun. Wow, he is so picturesque. I know. Isn't he gorgeous? What's his name? His name's Fletcher. He's the pretty one, but Fulton has the better personality. His, but look how There's always one in the family, you know? (laughs) That's always the shakedown. I'm the personality one, I think. In the family? Yeah. You're... Okay, I think, Kate, once you get through whatever the fuck you're going through... (laughs) Once you get out of whatever this weird, you're. In, I think you're in the depressive hole that I was in three years ago. Okay. And you're about to have a like a pretty significant glow up internally so. and externally. I Can so. I be the gayest person in the room about this? Yes. It's your Saturn return. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what we we're talking about is your Saturn return. I think I'm also having a Saturn return. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Thirty-three. So you're past it. It's 29. Oh, okay. So you did have yours. So th- that's, that's right what I'm, around, that's, That is actually I, right around where it all happened. I was going to say, because I think the three years ago, I, I that's what I thought your age difference was. Yeah. So I was like, you're this depressive, like the transformative period you're talking about. Yeah. Saturn return. I so really, everyone has this? Yeah, because Saturn is in the sky for everyone. So... <laughs> Wow, it's when like wow. everyone has the straight it. the straight version the straight version of this is is uh so he was offsides yeah he was fucking offsides fucking dick you I fucking I have a bit about how the so- offsides I come from a hockey family mm-hmm. the offsides rule has been explained to me oh. four times every calendar year for every year I've been on this earth and I do not fucking understand it's it. It's actually a stupid rule. Like it makes no sense. I just we used to go to hockey a lot when I was a kid and like every other thing I would understand like oh that was clearly a foul oh it went out like whatever yeah. and then every once in a while it would stop and i'd be like why did the game just stop and they'd be like offsides and i'd be like i <laughs> i could not understand what that's meant i i it's funny because for soccer obviously i understand what offsides is and with hockey i still can't is it not the same around it it's the same right it's the same the, i thought it had to do more with the lines in hockey i i'm gonna say does right, it not have to do wait, with the wait, lines stop, in soccer stop, stop. no i'm cutting this off right now <laughs> okay <laughs> the so. listeners like go back to the bad vibes <laughs> jesus fucking christ our <laughs> listeners have dipped out <laughs> They they have fucking they got so, we just fucking 
are edging our listeners being like a little bit of astrology talk back to hockey a little bit more Saturn return back to soccer <laughs> okay uh, what what is your signs I'm a Scorpio sun Aquarius moon Capricorn rising Oh, yeah, you both have birthdays coming up. November 3rd. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Thank almost. you. I'm November 17th. Okay, a little, little farther out, so I win, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the meaning you're contest. more of a Scorpio than I am? No, no, no like I, I get the happy birthday first because my yeah. birthday is sooner to sure, sure, right sure. now. Yeah. My, you, seem, you seem really into astrology. Yeah, I got really into it over the past like probably two years. Okay. Yeah. My son, I'm a Scorpio son, obvi, and then I am a Sagittarius rising and a Libra moon. I, I see that for you. Truly, actually. Yeah. What are you, Kate? I only know Aquarius. I asked my mom what time I was born, and she was like, I don't know, ask your father. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, Why would he So Aquarius son. Aquarius son, yeah. I love that for you. <laughs> Does that mean you're born in February? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. My mom's an Aquarius. She sucks. Indiv- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to my mom right now. There's like a lot going on. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm in a, a place for sure. Hold on. I'm in child of divorce. No, dead dad. I knew that about you, and I, but I didn't know if it was after. I don't know if I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you there was a divorce before the death. No, there probably should have been. Um, but I am just really, dude. Some people are gonna hear either this episode because I literally <laughs> cannot avoid it, or in a few episodes, like some serious mommy issues talk. Okay, like coming soon. Okay. I have serious daddy issues, so I get. I'm I'm here for that. I can I can empathize with that. My mom and I are great. <laughs> That's really nice. Your mom and you look so much alike. I know. It is like kind of wild. Every time I see a picture, I think it's like the sweetest thing I've ever seen that's, of you two together. That's cute. It's nice. Okay. We usually introduce ourselves at this point. We're um, like too late in a podcast. <laughs> totally. Um, so we introduce ourselves. I'll start. You just basically copy the that is way better. Um, you basically just copy the format. I am Ashley Gavin. I am a cis gay white woman. (laughs) She, her pronouns. I'm going to be okay. I'm just having a rough time. I want this podcast to be a place of refuge for you listener to come and laugh and have a good time. Okay. You will bitch. Enjoy yourself. It's okay that I'm in pain. Sometimes our friends are in pain, but that doesn't mean that you can't have a great time listening to this. Yeah. Like you were so upset the other night that you bought me the most expensive sushi roll of my life. Are you serious? <laughs> that was the most expensive sushi roll of your life? It was really delicious. Dude, I'm going to take you somewhere better. <laughs> Actually, maybe I'll tell that as my story, my gay sex story this week. Of when you took me on. When we went on a date. Yes, do it. Do oh, it. wow. But, I'm excited. Anyway, as all. Oh, I posted a story, but I didn't follow up. As always. My cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled. <clears throat> okay. I have been. To be clear, that I, I was have not been watching, me. I have been watching the cat circle the soundboard this whole time, being like, it is a miracle a sound has not gone off. And can, then on cancel we, coach, we, air horns yeah. on Kate. Can you imagine if I drum rolled my own intro and nobody else has? <laughs> You should. <laughs> Some sort of sports thing. You, you Hockey. For Kate's intro, I usually do like a fun pun that I plan in advance, but I've been working too hard. Do a hockey one. A hockey one. There's like slap shot. Slap I- shot. Icing. That's another rule Puck. I don't really understand. Puck. Puck. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I think of hockey, I think of men punching each other in the face. <laughs> yeah, same. 
as always, the cancel coach to keep me from can- getting canceled. They wish they had the masculinity to punch a dude in the mouth. It's Kate Sisk. That was not. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you for the laugh. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, you, Kate Sisk, the you... cancel coach, the fat in the chat. I've only punched a man in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Not manly enough to go for the face. Um, let's see. My gender of the week as brought to you by the listeners is a handful of sour gummy worms. And I took that to remember a time that I was walking on the street and saw a handful of sour gummy worms on the sidewalk of Brooklyn. And I had to talk myself down from just picking them up and eating them. Jesus and I, I think that. that that's really a pure distillation of my gender and personality. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, any pronouns? Um, and I'm a, a, a white bisexual dyke. Do you mind introducing yourself? I don't at all. I just... Oh, and Kate said. Kate said any pronouns, oh and God. I burped hard into the mic. Oh, no, <laughs> that's actually the second bur- the second burp on the podcast. The yeah. first burp is the funniest moment of all time. It was me. I burped, and it was what was so, so inopportune about it. Um, I I was it, laughing so hard that I, I started it. coughing and then burped. Oh my god, just like full bodily event. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was awesome. It was so awesome. Okay, yes, uh, let's throw it over. Yes, to one of my favorite I, people, yes, one of I my closest say, friends. I didn't do a good job okay, because yeah. I've been such a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I feel very comfortable with Jake. Yeah. I've, I've met, we're, we're not like friends, but we've. No, but we do have like a very similar, maybe it's the Scorpio thing. I feel, mm. I do feel very dropped in around you. I've never, like it's very easy. We've done your old pod mm-hmm. together. From you, lifetimes ago. <laughs> Jake is huge on fucking TikTok. <laughs> yes. He's huge on Instagram. He is one of the few that had the good pandemic, the blow up. <laughs> I'm actually very pro pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but I am too. As Don't you wear a mask, folks. No, <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> Honestly, I had the same fear. I had the same fear. I was like, if this pandemic ends, am I not going to be famous anymore? <laughs> But you were already pretty big, doing really well before the pandemic, I feel. <laughs> LOL. That's so nice. Jake, you're a great comedian. You are Thank soaring you. into the ether Thank of you. stardom. <laughs> Jake Cornell. Hi. Uh, that's it. Jake Cornell, uh, white says gay male, he, him pronouns. That's great. Perfect. And you're working on a pod right now, right? Yeah. I have a podcast coming out, and I think we're hoping it'll come out in November, I was going to say next month, but I didn't know when this was coming out. Um, it's coming out in November. It's called Going Out with Jake Cornell. Um, I have guests on to talk about all things going out, bars, restaurants, nightlife. It's very fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, I've had gay sex this week. I have had a bunch of gay sex like before I went on the cruise and then... None on the cruise. None on the cruise, just gay panic, trauma, <laughs> spiraling for the first time in years oh, and years Jesus. and years. And then recovery. I'm in recovery right now and I I had sex this week specifically to just feel like um, to feel like baby and it didn't really... Here's what I'm going through right now and I'm writing about my stand-up. I'm like a very... I just want to be um, held and seen and validated. Okay. And so basically I'm using my sexuality to get me to places where that can like happen okay so you with are these are you someone who's having a lot of sex with a lot of different people or are you more intimate like okay but are they i guess more specifically is it like one-off one-night standy type stuff or do you have a rotation no i i I like to create a roster okay thank you for asking Um, no i find it fascinating because i know that that sounds horrible but i think i just can't even make eye contact with you (laughs) 
saying it. <laughs> I don't think. Wait, I can like I to have say a three-person rotation. One, this is the ideal rotation for me. Okay. I will say rotation sounds a lot better than roster. <laughs> Not roster. So you want to have you want to have someone who's like main main on the roster. Uh huh. That that is more available. That the sex is really, really good. Yep. That you can have. But then, you know, main main isn't available all the time. And right totally. now, there's no main main. Just FYI. Okay, there's no main tough. main right now. Mm-hmm. And then you want to have like other people that come in like less frequently, which is like yep. your once every other weekers or once a monthers totally. that can fill in those gaps for you yeah. on the roster. This all sounds super like clinical or whatever, but I think everyone when they're having casual sex has a way that they like to do it. I'm just so fucking data driven that I have actually like in my brain as a co- former computer scientist, like literally figured out the the math of it. Oh my gosh. I'm I, a big formulas person. I don't think there's anything wrong with this. And I think as long as you're communicating to everyone on the roster that they're on a roster. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If anyone on the roster thinks that she they're- She is, she is. And I, I am. Know, and I know you are because you wouldn't do it. You they're wouldn't. also like listening to this. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Like oh sorry I just found out that everyone on the roster is a fan of your podcast I'm no, so no, no, this no, is no, so no, unacceptable no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 but of course when people find out about it they want to listen oh of course of so course. like I have to have total transparency with with literally I have no privacy left but yeah I've been having gay sex <laughs> my roster is shit I have a couple things that I could talk about um, I took Kate on a date um, yeah. I. Uh, made a girl laugh during an orgasm. That was pretty fucking cool. Oh, that is cool. Uh, Did you like tickle her? Like what? <laughs> Here's the thing. I always try to tickle girls and they never let me. Why won't they let me tickle them? Why won't they let me tickle them in bed? I Because I feel like there's nothing less sexual than someone being like... <laughs> Like if someone did that while we were having sex, what, I'd be what like, "What if I say Gucci o- Gucci Goo while I do it?" Oh my gosh, I can't say Gucci Literally, Gucci Goo. No, for some reason, when you Gucci, said Gucci, I tried to tickle girls in bed, all I could think of was Cookie Monster from Sesame Street. Like, oh my Gucci, god! And I don't know why, because Elmo is the tickle one. But the commenters on TikTok would be like, "That's actually a trauma response." <laughs> <laughs> What does that say about me? <laughs> um, you can pick. I get to pick which story that yeah. you're talking about. I'm curious about this date. Oh, with Kate? Yeah. <laughs> so, look, I've been, this is going to be a science episode. Every listener, I need you to hear this. I used to be a computer scientist. I worked at MIT. I keep data on all my jokes. I keep spreadsheets of everything. Holy shit. I we ne- are opposites. I need you to hear that. Okay, listener? When you hear me say, like, roster, no, no, it sounds so clinical. That is not the way I treat people's emotions. That's not the way I treat people. It's just the way my brain organizes information. Do you have an Excel spreadsheet with the roster and no. how many times you've made them come? No, of course not. After they come, she's like, okay, I need your Apple Watch download. Like, they have to, like, <laughs> tap in their vitals. <laughs> of course not. Okay. But when I'm thinking about my time, which is extremely limited, Mm -hmm. it's nice to think about it in terms of like, who's the person that I'm most compatible with for this period of my life? And like, who are other people that I am compatible with, but our schedules don't line up? You know what I mean? Like, that's sort of how it is with this quote unquote roster rotation, whatever you want to call it. Totally. Keep that in mind that I'm just a really data driven (laughs) person. And this is how I approach the world. (sighs) 
I took Kate on a date that I've taken other women on. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. I didn't mean for it to be that. (laughs) I live in a great date neighborhood. You do. You do. So Kate and I record a pod. We're both having a rough time. I'm like, hey, let's go get dinner. You know, and then and I'm like curling my hair behind my ear like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the neighborhood I live in, I live near the seaport, which has a bunch of restaurants, cobblestone. They all close at nine, but otherwise they're great. (laughs) Don't you feel like all the restaurants downtown close really early? Sutashi does close at 10 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) That's nine for New York. And there's a tacos place, there's a sushi place, there's a couple other places, but tacos and sushi are the ones that the girls always want to do. So we're walking through the seaport, and the girl in this case is Kate. Kate. (laughs) The boy. (laughs) I'm on a date with this boy. You're on a straight date. I'm on a straight date with Kate. (laughs) Oh my God. We're walking through. I go, what kind do you want? As soon as I say sushi, your face lit up. did it did and i was like let's go get sushi amazing so we go to to the sushi and i was like should i leave my bag here or (laughs) (laughs) so we go to the sushi place and i like the sushi place for a date because you can see the brooklyn bridge and i always let the girl sit in the seat where you can see and you did oh my (laughs) god Wow, I didn't realize how specific the details of this were. (laughs) Oh my God. Here's the thing. I've lived in this neighborhood for six years. Yeah. How am I not going to go on a date to this sushi place a couple times? Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Also, I will say, listener, if you're like, this is so calculated. If you live in a small town, you have gone to the date, the the date place so many times. As someone who worked in restaurants for 10 years, I had regulars who this was their first date spot and I watched Mm -hmm. them go on. You gotta have a first date spot. It's not, I don't think it's that abnormal of a behavior. Okay, good. Because I'm feeling Did you ever have a regular where you were like, you could date me if you want it? (laughs) No, but there was one that I started a rumor with. I was like, I think he's killing the women. (laughs) He just had this really weird serial killer energy. And I used to be like, do you think he kills them? Like, he just always has a new... (laughs) I really... There was something on him that always I found chilling. And the one time I found it the most chilling was when he... um, One time there was a woman, he never drank, which Mm. I wouldn't say is a red flag, except... But then I... I plugged that fact into my killer theory and he's like, well, yeah, he has to stay sharp for the kill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he has to be on his Everything toes. when you're looking through murder colored glasses. stay sober no, 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 so that, that he more, doesn't kill another woman. More realistically, <laughs> he it probably was like just a sober person. But then one time there was a woman who, I don't know if she like pushed him or like, there was one time when he ordered a beer and I was like, oh wow, he ordered a beer. Like he's mm. he never orders beer. Yeah. This guy came into this restaurant a lot. The whole dinner, he just kept picking up the beer and pouring it to his lips and putting it back down and, like, not taking sips. I wonder if he's sober and maybe she was pushy and he just wanted to get through the date. Yes, but wouldn't you think at that point you would just be like, I'm sober? Like, it was the only time. Did he eat the food? That was the other thing. Sometimes he didn't really eat the food either. Maybe he's not human. 
that's it. Maybe he's like an alien or a robot or something, and he was like just putting the stuff to his mouth and putting it back down. The thing is, I have no. This guy Maybe was never he was like me. This- Maybe I am a robot. I have mentioned several times I don't drink. Maybe I just keep data and I just go. Are you sober? I'm like a sim. You're like it's just like he's like a sim. He's got like the little thing above his head. And I uh, every clue I am, is I, I don't drink. I'm not sober, but I, I've never drank. I guess I am technically sober, but I am not like a recover. I'm not in recovery. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, we have dinner. I pay. <laughs> yeah, you did. What was in this sushi roll that it sounds like cost one hundred dollars? It was not. It's, it's it was a good roll. It was like a it's dragon a roll question. or something. I don't know. Oh, nice. It had like two different kinds of salmon in one roll. It sounds fancy. And then I tried your roll, which had banana in it. No. They gave me. It was an experience. I had never had it Hard before. No the waiter me. recommended it. The waiter it. really pushed it. And it was it good? Yeah. Okay. So I we walk out. At that point, the sun is down. <laughs> the twinkly lights are on. I'm like, should we get ice cream? Which I always offer. Very wholesome and fun. Can I ask... Are you at this point like trying to fuck Kate? <laughs> I am. No, that's not what I was going to ask. Am I straight it's, now? Yeah. <laughs> it, like, are you knowingly being like, I'm on the date? Or are you kind of like, oh, wait, I've done this before? Do you know what I mean? Like, do oh, you know that you're repeating the date? You said at one I, point, this I did is mention the date. it. This is the date. <laughs> the date. And this is actually the second date that we've done because we have done the tacos. Oh, we've done the tacos? <laughs> wow. Wow. And that one was really romantic because there was this huge storm. The storm, brewing, that's right. And it was like going to like rain. And Ashley was like, quick, let's run back to my place. Oh, my we God. Were like, we were like sprinting through the cobblestones like as the rain was coming and the thunder was booming. And, and then I didn't end up coming back inside because... We're not because we're not dating. Because <laughs> ultimately, at the end of the day, but there was this moment where we we're both standing in the rain, and then I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go home." Bye. <laughs> but you did on your way, on on our way to ice cream. You were like, "Look at all the twinkling lights." <laughs> I love this idea of you going through the whole date being like super fam, like, and then like to break the tension at the end, just reverting to an absolute gremlin, being like. <laughs> There actually was a, a moment like that where you're like, do you want to do you want to like go get ice cream? And we were like inside the ice cream store. And I was like, I actually already had ice cream today. <laughs> <laughs> Mari kind of farty from the early one. <laughs> Too much for me in one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got ice cream. Uh, but yeah. And then usually... We didn't, but then we'll I'll walk to the pier if she wants to walk. Look, it's not actually this calculated. Like <laughs> what we're just what this actually is is that I live in a nice neighborhood and it's fun. Yeah, I live yeah. in a fun neighborhood. No, you live and, in a fun area. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like fun to do all these different things. But yeah, I uh, I but I did not invite Kate back to my apartment. <laughs> I came back myself and uh, had a real good cry. Oh, real good cry. Yeah. Um, Damn. And then I think I watched. The Bachelor, that's Bachelorette, like and that is a uh, my gay sex from this week. I did though, to be fair, because we were in the date <laughs> motif. Yeah, I was like thinking, like, what would a date with Kate feel like? <laughs> I was really trying to imagine myself being who I am, dating like someone pretty butch. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like, do you it, always go for femme girls? Very femme. Okay, and I was like. 
it kind of like opened my mind a little bit. Okay. Wait, can I ask a question that I've never really thought about before, but I'm really curious about? Yeah. yeah. It is oftentimes like frowned upon in the gay community. Um, gay men who are only into like mask men. There's mm. a little bit of there's a little bit of frowning at femme for femme. But, but if, I don't know that. But there's I qual- not like butch for femme. Oh, people. Like, just I'm just curious. I feel like it is just generally like because it is fucked up to be like I'm only into masculine. And men, let right? me be clear. Yeah. Let me be clear. I think date whoever you want to date. If you're femme and you are into femme people, like there should be no like I think whoever you're into be into yeah. and that is totally fine. That's like my stance. I like. agree with it. I think it's just like I think when people obviously like there's like the toxic thing on Grinder being like you know mask only like all that like, yeah. sort of exclusive stuff and people are like okay well that's internalized homophobia right? Yeah. I guess I'm just curious if like. In the lesbian communities, it is often framed as like if you're only into femme girls, that's internalized homophobia as well. Do you I know what I mean? I think it's specifically the equivalent of like like mask for mask. Like we are men, we are not gay. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that's what Ashley's talking about is this specifically like femmes for femmes for femme. I think also like we're real women kind of thing. But also, I, I don't think, think it's much, much, much more rare than it is in the yeah i don't think it i don't think it happens much i also think there's some like lesbians will like frown on like super like hetero appearing lesbian couples and be like like you guys are just like but i i think it's like nothing compared to what happens in the gay male gotcha okay cool i just had never thought about that before and it was very interesting to me it's nice to be a gay a queer woman or like an afab person i think there's like a lot of freedom around like expression and who you can date i think there's obviously like there's a point at which like the expression of masculinity can get toxic but that seems more like an individual thing and less like yes a a part like a sex or relationship thing it's just like oh like you can be butch without being toxic like I think there's totally. a lot of like I think totally. there's like a lot of also straight girl stuff like oh, oh she yeah. just wants like a straight girl and she's into straight girls and stuff like that I think that happens sometimes but that's and that a problem get a little problematic that's like a but that's like a you need to go to therapy if yeah that's like an issue una- unavailable <laughs> okay well let's not okay okay well let's some having of, been there some of us have dated some straight girls having been and, there <laughs> um those girls are whatever okay so. No, as someone, wait, sorry. Now I just, I have like a million questions. Cause I'm on. also curious about this. This is totally off the rails. So we got to figure out some way to, <laughs> to tie it all together. No, okay, I'm, I'm coming back to Danny, but can. like, okay, you you as someone with a roster, when you, but when you actually get a girlfriend, are you monogamous? Yes. Okay. I feel like I'm, when I'm not dating, I'm like the most, there's no in between for me. When I'm just like having sex, there's like total openness, no jealousy, just total freedom. I let them know exactly where I'm at. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Like, cause I'm doing whatever cause I I'm want. doing, whatever I want. I don't say it so callously. Totally. I'm like, <laughs> this is where I'm at. I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I'm not a one night stand person, but also like, I'm not looking to have like a pseudo relationship. Right. Like I'm like super open about it. Yeah? yeah. Which I think is really healthy. But then when I'm dating someone, like I really like to be monogamous. Like, okay. I, I don't have like room in my heart for, I'm sad again. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep on asking questions that unexpectedly make <laughs> Ashley cry because I don't know quite enough information to dodge the potholes of emotions. There's so many emotions, bro. So many feelings. Anyway, so I did not bring Kate home. She did not fuck me with her massive strap on. <laughs> I did not get to be baby. I did not get to be baby. Well, that's something I've actually been thinking about. I know it's a mommy issue. So the femmer, the person making you baby, oh, no. the closer oh, no. that is to mommy oh, no. stuff. Oh, no. Oh, but oh, if no. you want to be baby, you should go out with a butch. No, I don't. No. 
Nah. <laughs> She's like, we're not touching I this. Like, I, absolutely not. I don't want a daddy. I want a mommy. Okay. Dude, like, I'm. So- I really thought she was going to say, I'm not even gay. The thing is, I'm not even fucking gay. I was going to be what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I'm not even gay. I just have severe mommy issues and I'm trying to date women to, like, cure them. Woof. <laughs> That's why I'm gay. I'm not even gay. I'm not even gay. No, Jake, I I uh I'm super ready to have a wife. This is the first time in my life where I don't want someone where I'm doing all the work where I'm taking care of them. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. Because yeah. you just got a taste of it and now you don't have it. Yeah. As painful as that is, you wouldn't be able, I think you wouldn't have made the analysis of what you just said about your other relationships, about how you're the constant caregiver, yeah. had you not finally totally. experienced the opposite. And, even and that's with, a gift. Even with yeah. Jen, yeah. I think what's struck, what I'm struggling at this point is I'm realizing she was not ready to give that to me totally. Mm-hmm. She had pieces of it. She's like a wonderful, amazing woman. Yep. I love her so much. She is going to be a great partner to someone t- someday. But today is not that day. Right. And I've like learned that. That also sucks because there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing I can do except fuck people into a state of oblivion, like just like oblivion. <laughs> and then be like, okay, can now that I've done a good job, can you like love me? <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. I'm literally, I'm making girls come like eight times and then being like, please let me be the little spoon, please. Oh my God. Please. Haven't I done enough? I just have this image and that's- of being at your wedding and you're at the altar and the wife comes into the, the aisle from the back of the church and it's so clear that she's just come so many times she can't even think and she's just like moving down the aisle. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I don't think she's consenting to this marriage of sound mind. Like, she's just like, mm. dude, I made this girl come. I made this girl come nine times the other night, and I was just like so ready to be baby, and I did and not. She g- fell asleep. I, I mean, what else are you gonna do after you come nine times? Maybe I need to put in less effort. <laughs> maybe there's a sweet spot. Like, maybe it's four times. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I be baby and she's like can I go to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> you're like can I have a hug she's like can I have an ice pack <laughs> my clit is swollen she did tell me she was sore on the airplane <laughs> she was like every time we hit turbulence <laughs> oh my god it was so cool <laughs> But this is the dichotomy of who I am. I am both a mom. I'm Kyle. I'm Kyle and Kyle's mom. Mm-hmm. Who's Kyle? My 12-year-old alter ego. Oh. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's my gay sex from this week. We've been recording for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air. And that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day. And then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. 
Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hey, guys, a quick plug for ways to support me and Kate. Follow us on Instagram, rate and review this podcast, share it with a friend, come to a live show. I'm coming to Philadelphia, Chicago, Bloomington, Indiana, all in November. And this podcast is primarily funded by Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. Primarily is not even the word. It is vastly funded. It is almost entirely funded by the Patreon. It helps so much. It is so much more cost-effective than ads. Um, please go and get the perks of that, which include ad-free episodes and bonus episodes. Oh, and Kate has a show coming up on December 9th, so go check out Kate's Instagram for information on that. Thanks for listening, guys. Jake, did you have gay sex this week? I don't think I did. I don't think I have. That's great, because we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please come back. Are we? This is actually the end. No, no. Oh. But I'm saying, like, please come back. No, I, when Ashley's having a good time during an episode, she'll say, "Please come back," and the person almost always thinks that we're done. Yeah, it's objectively said as though it is. Like, well, please come back. Like, You're like, I didn't even get to plug my podcast. Like, like, <laughs> I've had a very busy work week, so I don't think I've had time to have gay sex this week. Yeah. Is this an opportunity to tell a story from the past? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you want to yeah, do yeah. a finger blast from the past? Yeah. <laughs> That's Kate's creation, by the way. Credit where credit is due. This improviser actually got a good punchline in there. Oh, sorry. I'm very sorry. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Roasted. I'm sorry. That was stupid. That was really dumb. Call me hazelnut because I have been roasted. Is that? I don't drink coffee. I shouldn't have tread in that territory if I didn't know. <laughs> Chestnuts are the ones that get roasted. Okay. 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 Um. <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, mm. I was on I was on the train right here and I was like trying to think of like a funny sex story. Yes. And then I got really self-conscious about being like, not that much of my sex has been funny. Like, That's honestly, okay. I, I feel that way too because I've been having such great sex lately. It's like kind of hard to make jokes about. Yeah, totally. I feel like most of my sex is not that funny, but then I did have, I remember this one time, this is like an almost sex story. Okay. That doesn't have to even be which sex, is it like, can be like a date. Okay, so I, this was, I lived in England when I was 19. I lived there for a year and it was like an amazing time and it was kind of like my- Just say study abroad. <laughs> but I didn't Stop go to school. trying to, okay, all right. I bartended the whole time and like- Yeah, he lived Used there. a fake- <laughs> I used like a student visa to move to England and not go to school and bartend for a year. Oh, wow. Uh, and, edgy. How edgy and of if, you. if UVM finds out about it, they like within their rights could revoke my degree because <laughs> I did not, I didn't do, I like, it's true. Um, you, wait, UVM thinks that you did a st- semester there? Yeah. No, they think I did a full year there. How did you, how did you do that? You graduated college without all this, without, without all. So what happened was I, so what Should happened, we bleep UVM? No. They know my name. Like, you'd have to believe me. Like, UVM knows I went there. Josh Carnell. <laughs> no, so basically, I've talked about this on other shows. Like, it's out there. Also, like, what are they going to do? Take away my film theory degree? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Imagine my agents drop me because they're like, well, UVM revoked your degree. Like, yeah, there are no consequences at this There's point. truly no consequences. I've never Would used Would you have to pay your student debt if you had your... I mean, I still have to pay it with my degree. I don't think they're going to take it back. If you'll take away my student debt, UVM, take the fucking degree back. Yeah, I don't yeah. want it. <laughs> Um, Can I return this? 
I went there intending to study abroad. And okay, when I okay. got there, I found out that I didn't have to go to class, that it was pass fail, and that there was just tests at the end of the year for each class. And so I didn't, I was like, oh, then I'm not going to go to school. I'm going to get a bartending job and just like live. I and love so that. I the did, confidence that you had that you thought you were going to pass your classes without going to class. I'm like, a test taker. Like I'm a test taker. I was like, oh, I'll just study for everything at the end and I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I'm so the opposite. And so, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. Oh, if you had been like write a paper every week, I'd be like, I have to go back to America. Like there's no <laughs> option. Like, um, so I like, I mean, so yes, I was studying abroad there, but like I was also like, I did not go to, I went to class maybe less than 10 times. So I was bartending there. was hanging out with friends. I was also like, I was living in Vermont before that where there was no gay people and I like had dated one person because they were the other gay person around me. And then I moved to Brighton, which is considered like the gay capital of England. Mm. So I was like in the gay bars every night. I was just like living my gay life. It was really amazing. That's awesome. That's special. But then then at the end of the year, I had to do all the schoolwork and (laughs) I failed one of the tests. I also, it was tests and essays. One of the essays, I thought I, I got the date wrong, so I had to hand in late. And then they're like, you're not allowed to hand it in late. So I failed two of the classes. When you, this is like <laughs> and a I thing also, with having gone to a liberal arts college like and then studied abroad at University of Hong Kong, which is like just an enormous university. Like, you can't like do that. You can't. That was the first time in my life where I was like, oh, I can't explain this situation. Yeah, no, they were like, this flowery is flowery language and like my personal experience. Totally, totally. It's just like the total like white privilege of, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, 100%. And like, so there was a discrepancy between those two schools about what a full course load was. So UVM was like, you have to take 30 credits, which of classes, which is like what, like 10 classes over the course of a year. <laughs> In England, a full course load was like four classes the whole year. So I like yeah. took four classes the entire year I was there, failed, I think, one or two of them, and then went back to America and was like, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and then I waited like six months to call. I was like, I might as well get credit for the two classes I did pass in England. Yeah. Because what I was thinking was like, I was going to try to just double up on my course load for the rest of the time I was in college, and yeah. I would make barely scrape by. And then I called the credit transfer office and I was like, hey, I need to like go over my study abroad stuff from last year. And they were like, well, there's already 30 credits on your transcript from it. Do (gasps) do you want to get more? And I was like, no, that sounds good. And I just like hung up the phone. (laughs) The red tape saved you. The red. What happened was I figured out what it was, was because I was like, I left the school for a year, but I technically didn't. Like I was a student. They put like a full course load in the system to like keep me enrolled. Right. And then that became permanent. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And I was like, okay, cool. So yeah, I am a douchebag who says I lived in England instead of I studied abroad, but I don't really feel like I studied abroad. I I think the working aspect of it to me changes it. I had a full-time job and friends and like a drinking problem. I was doing a full (laughs) life. Like I like... I was like having a lot of sex. So you were immersed in the culture. Yeah. What sucks is that this story does not take place in England. It's just where I met the guy. Okay. okay. The last week I was in England, I met this guy and like England was a really weird time because like I was dating for the first time. Like I'd had a boyfriend in high school, but like, again, it was just like the other gay guy in my county. We did not even even get along. We're like so different that like, I mean, we got along like we went, but like we also just like, there was no way we were ever going to stay together. Like we want like opposite lives. And, suddenly I was in England and I was like dating all these people and I would like like fall for boys and then like we would break up or whatever and I was also just being like a huge slut but it also felt weird because I was like I couldn't actually date because I knew I had to leave at the end of the year so I was like what's the point of like dating but I would like get feelings for someone and then like have to stop seeing them because I like it was just like complicated yeah and then at the end of the year I met an American guy who was visiting and he was also like older which red flag I was 19 I think he was 25 so it's like (laughs) red flag um but like (laughs) I think I just had spent such a year like emotionally stunted 
suddenly I was like, oh, wait, we'll both be in America. Like, I could have feelings for you and it would yeah, go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I felt really intense for him really fast. And I was also just young. And then I moved back to America. I moved back to uh, Burlington to finish UVM. Yeah. And I, I love that this is actually how you talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> the whole time. It's out of frame so they can't even see that it's like so limp <laughs> The whole time. No, please don't stop. <laughs> okay. I love that. That so is, then. <laughs> that is organically yeah. who you are. No it's one told you to do it. It's so high. It's the most boring part of the story. You're Absolutely. Like, anyway, I got on a plane. Yeah. That was like a TSA line was so long. The thing is, this so feels long. physically so comfortable to me. Like, this is actually <laughs> more comfortable than this to me. <laughs> so I no, go back. who you are. I go back to America. And so I start basically dating this guy long distance. But it was like, we weren't actually in a relationship. We mm. would like not talk at all when we were apart but then every like six weeks I would go see him in New York for like a week and when we were together it felt like I had a boyfriend and then I would go back to Vermont and we like wouldn't speak at all again is until he American yeah okay and it was I think he was just like a younger person he was like a he was like I don't think in a great place mentally maybe mm-hmm. and like maybe struggling with like depression or something and like I was this like fun fun young yeah. guy who would show up and like he would have a fun week with yeah. yeah and then for me it was the opposite where like I really felt College, especially when I got back from England, felt like these two years of like nothingness I had to get through because I knew I wanted to be a comedian. I knew I wanted to be an actor. I was going to UVM because it was like the only school I could afford. So I was just like in Burlington and like I kind of let myself think like you can't do comedy here. You can't do it. I should have been doing more shit to get my career going there than I was. And so I just kind of felt like my I was like waiting for time to pass. Yeah. And then and I knew I was moving to New York when I finished. So then I would go see him in New York. And, and that he had a life like, there and he felt older. And so I was like super hardcore into him. Yeah. And so I told him one time I was like, I feel like I'm seeing my life from the other side right now. Just FYI. <laughs> oh no. Wait, how is it that I just keep on mourning <laughs> Ashley emotionally? I don't actually think so. I think it's literally anything. No, I know because I'm so fucking sad, but I will say, Never mind. Keep the different going. stages of life. The thing. different yeah, stage yeah. of life thing. The fact that it's like this established person in New York yeah. and you want to be in the arts, but you're like not there yet. It, I mean, yeah, and he wasn't like, in the arts. Thank God. He was truly an accountant. Um, but um, <laughs> no wonder he's depressed. I know. Fucking right? 19 year old. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I, I know. if I were an accountant, I'd fuck a 19 year old boy. <laughs> so I go to, so I would go visit him and then. So basically what happened was like, and we would both see other people, but when I saw other people in Burlington, I was like, I would always compare them to him. And I was Mm -hmm. like, not into them as much as I was into him. And I wasn't even, I don't think I was even that into him. I was into like the idea of him and like New York and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So then there was this one time I went to go see him and he, I found out that he was like seeing, he had just like seen someone else like pretty seriously and I didn't know about it. I like had a conversation with him where I was like, look, like I feel fucked up about this. Like, what are we doing? Where are we at? Yeah. And we had, we had been like out drinking that night or whatever. So we came home, we were like, had a, we had had a few drinks or whatever. And he was like, me and that guy aren't together anymore. And like, if you were in New York, like we would be together and I want to be with you. And like, we had this whole big conversation. I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. So then, I Uh-oh. went, I, so then it was decided, like over, the, and then like a month or two later, me and my friends that I moved to New York with decided officially, like in June, we are moving to New York City. Like once we graduate college, like we're coming to New York. It's exciting. And so I went down to visit him with the intention of being like, hey, so now it's happening. Like this yeah. is what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous and I got to his apartment. I like, oh no, my butt, the bus I took from Burlington, New York, like broke down on the way there. Oh. I got to his apartment. Like six hours late. I haven't thought about this guy or this story in so long. And I'm remembering <laughs> details that are so funny. I remember I got to his apartment so late, walked in. He was sitting on the couch, smoking a bowl and watching the Goldbergs. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is over. Like, I was like, that's an omen. 
And I remember I sat down and I like I just was like I can't like do any part of this trip like in this gray area of like what are we gonna do? So yeah. I just was like immediately needed to have the conversation. And I was like, look, I'm moving to New York in three months. I want to be with you. Like, what's the deal? And yeah. he was like, I have a boyfriend, and you should not be expecting that. And I was like. And I was so like, he was lying before. I think that they had maybe been like not serious and then got. Ser- I don't really know. Oh no! I do, like I truly don't even know because then I went like, oh okay. What about the conversation we had the last time I was here? And yeah. he was like, what conversation? <gasps> gaslighting! Gaslighting! Yeah, and I was like, and I like told him what he said, and he was like, I don't really remember that. And I was like, okay, um, I'm gonna go for a walk. How severe is his weed use? <laughs> not that severe. I really don't know. <laughs> is he an alcoholic? I, like, no, I don't the- think so. I mean, I don't know him at all anymore. I also like never really knew him. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he was just this right. guy that I put all this stuff on. Right. But so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna go for a walk um, right now. And I just yeah. like <laughs> left his apartment. Oh my god, that's and I so called, funny. I'm so like, sorry that happened to you. Oh my god, I'm literally, I'm literally fine. <laughs> but it, the funny part, we're getting to the fun part. I promise, <laughs> which is. Which is that I then call I call my best friend and I'm like I'm fucked like I don't want to stay here it's like 11:30 at night I was in Astoria I'm so sorry that's the worst part of the story I'm so that's sorry. the worst fucking part no of the story no matter where you're going it's a fucking trip wait I just remembered another story about this guy that's actually so funny that I can tell after there's time yes, there's yes. no time we've been recording for three hours we'll, but, we'll do it we're gonna make it okay double. so okay wait so. I then call every person I know in New York who is not that many at this point in time because I don't live in New York and they're all like, I'm out of town. And I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go. And I'm like a broke college and like I can't get a hotel room. And then I remember that there was a drag queen or someone who had who had gone to UVM, who had graduated the year before me, who lived in New York now, was a drag queen and had really wanted to fuck me when I went to school. This, sounds, went to school. this truly sounds like like a like a contrived setup to a movie where you're I like, know. I called ten people and they were all out of town, but the drag queen was. <laughs> and, then I, and then I so then I called I called this drag queen and I was like, Hey, are you like in town tonight? And they were like, Yeah, I'm working. Like. You, like what are you up to and I was like um I was here to visit a guy and like it it did not go well and like I kind of need a place to stay and he was like or she was like I'm working tonight till 4 a.m but you're welcome (laughs) to stay with me if you are willing to stay at the club till 4 a.m when I'm finished working and I was like well I don't have a choice and I was like (laughs) so so I show up to the Ritz you're making this drag queen come eight times So that the you thing can was, curl I was like, up and mental, be baby. I was like, I'm not having sex with this person. Like, I <laughs> no, but I you're w- watching them do drag till four in the I morning. Know. Like, that's this is. I was like, I don't have sex and with this person. Let me be clear. Like, this could not possibly be a good show. No, it actually was. Peppermint was on it before she got famous. It was oh, the cool. other drag queen that night was Peppermint. Oh, I like, but it was a great show. But I showed up to the Ritz in Hell's Kitchen <laughs> with three duffel bags because I had come for like a yeah. long time. I showed up with like all this luggage, and I was like, Can I co-check this? And they were like, Why are you here? Like with this shit. <laughs> And I stayed before in the morning and the when I went we went back to the, the drag queen's house and like she really wanted to get and she was like the only place to sleep is my bed and I was like great. And then <laughs> I, I got in bed and she was like you're wearing your jeans and I went I went yeah sometimes when I'm feeling really sad it just comforts me to sleep in my jeans. The craziest <laughs> lie I've ever said in my fucking life. I was like and like I just like I, I almost wanted to immediately apologize and be like I'm sorry like the audition doesn't even think you would remotely believe that it's so rude. But like I couldn't. It's like an insult and to she was just of your like, intelligence. Like, literally, it's so unbelievable. And she literally was like, she literally was like, okay. And then we like went to bed. And then I woke up in the morning and then there were no buses Wait, to Burlington. I had to call my friend who lives in Worcester, Massachusetts and be like, oh can I come stay God. with you for a night? And then I'm going to go back to Burlington on can a bus we, from Worcester. Can we back up? <laughs> can we just back up? And imagine a scenario where someone actually does do that. 
that someone actually does. Wears jeans to bed with their They put on sad. like arms of an angel and just get into their skinny jeans and then get in bed. I just oh want to feel, my God. like I just need to feel wrapped in a cocoon of my jeans. Great gay sex story. Thank you. Really, really good. Thank so you. Funny. Truly phenomenal. Kate, did you have gay sex this week? Okay. We, we have this ongoing thing with like, how do you tell if you're on a date or not? And Ashley is like, shut the fuck up and ask. Yeah. And so it was making me remember a time that you were on a date with me and you wanted to ask me if we were on a date. <laughs> because I'll say right now, you didn't ask me. You did not playfully touch me on the arm. You didn't look I at, actually did, you remember? Didn't look at my and mouth. you said I I I I'm sorry, said, looking at a mouth is a date thing. <laughs> we're like talking, we're having dinner, and I'm like Wow, that actually is really intense. You <laughs> You are dangerous, I'm realizing. <laughs> That was like so sexual. You are dangerous. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't that mean- was like wow. Okay, Scorpio. <laughs> Just that subtle eye movement. Yeah, you're on a date. Use like- that in an audition. You will book. They'll, make, they'll be like, like, so we're gonna make it a porn. <laughs> It's not an Allstate commercial. It's a porn. <laughs> That's what I'll do in my audition to Bob. Because it's a Zoom audition. I'll just be looking from the camera down. And I'll be like, why does she keep doing that? Okay, sorry. Continue. But if you'll recall, when we were on our date, I kept saying, nice mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm flashing back to a time that I had several hangouts with this girl. And I still, to this day, do not know what's going her. on. We're not calling her. We're going to call her. We are not Is she queer? Her. I don't think so. Okay. But definitely going to call her now. Okay. I this so this brings up a lot of feelings because I, before I was out um and before I kind of even knew myself, I was starting to act gay. Well, yeah. Can't well, relate. Cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> You're like can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> um I was starting to act, I was starting to act outwardly gay and kind of was like having trouble catching up to myself and being like oh this is gay and when i say act gay i don't mean like sitting with my legs spread or like <laughs> what you're doing right now yeah matching <laughs> your, any of this matching your hat to your shirt to your socks <laughs> i was like we're gonna go shopping okay deal when i say i was starting to act gay i mean that i was starting to aggressively grind with girls at parties <laughs> nice and then one of those girls I actually did end up kissing. And after that, I told my best friend who was a girl that we had kissed. But that was she was the only person who knew besides the girl that I kissed. And so it was like very, very like tight circle. Like I've told I've told one person like you, you are the only person who knows this. And I barely know it. Like I know that I kissed her, but I don't know what that means for me. Right. And I've shared this with you, my friend. And this I other sense girl, disappointment coming. This other girl who had seen me <laughs> aggressively grinding. Describe aggressively grinding. It's just like grinding how a boy and a girl would grind. You're Bef- behind them. I'm yeah, I'm behind them. That's so awesome. So it's not like this like, oh hey, like we're like attracting a mate from the field by like dancing boob to boob. It's like, oh, we're like dancing with each other and someone would have to tap me on the shoulder to like <laughs> Get involved. To get involved. Okay. Not that at like a grinding college party, anyone's using ballroom dancing rules. (laughs) (laughs) My card is full already, sir. (laughs) But so, so this other girl had noticed that 
this girl is a fucking bitch and she goes up to my friend in a crowd and goes is kate gay in front of you i'm not there okay and i guess my my friend you know she didn't have to tell me this but she was like kind of like instead of just saying no to like protect that secret with just kind of like gave a little bit of a non answer well she shouldn't have been put in that position she shouldn't have been this other girl's a bitch and it's very hard to know what to do i've fully forgiven my friend for this i'll never forgive that fucking bitch this just this happening now is way less likely because i feel like people understand more about the rules of the closet yeah but like back then i i don't think people had any fucking idea no how to treat closeted like stuff so the thing that really makes it unforgivable is my friend kind of gave this non-answer and this bitch goes come back to me in like three weeks implying that like she knew i was gay and i was like about to come out and like she knew me better than i knew where's me, where's this bitch now or better than my best yeah friend what's let's actually dox her what's her address <laughs> i'm gonna fucking show up i no I, honestly maybe this is a clue but i can't pronounce her name someone just goes to your instagram and looks at who you're following and is like <laughs> i no, i can say that one it just keeps going <laughs> What's her name? Like xylophone apostrophe? I know how to pronounce those words. Actually. I know, but I'm picking words that look weird. No, but do you know like where she is in life now? Is I she don't. Like, okay. I've like fully like just disconnected. Like I have no Good. interest in. She's probably in an MLM. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. She's probably in an MLM. Yeah. I, just, I thought man loving man. I thought so too. Wait, what did you mean? Multi-level Mi- marketing. Multi-level marketing. Oh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I was like, she's uh, uh, trans and in love. <laughs> Yeah, she, she was trans. a bitch. He's probably trans. Fucked. He's trans and in love. Oh! Canceled. I got you. You got me. <laughs> um, imagine if you had been like this bitch. And I was like, she's probably trans now. Like, imagine <laughs> if that had been my, like, what I had said. <laughs> and then you misgender him and that's who you go after. <laughs> He's probably trans now. <laughs> but this is a gay podcast. That means we direct our aggression. <laughs> towards our own. Towards our own. Towards our own. <laughs> For, you know, I don't want to say misgendering is now I'm afraid they're going to come for me if I'm like misgendering. Oh, everything's OK. OK. I'm pretty sure. I don't the know audio anymore. thing's like, I'm not getting canceled for this shit. <laughs> the Zoom recorder is like, like, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this. You said misgendering wasn't that bad. And our sound recorder threw itself to the ground. <laughs> the, the, the On International Pronouns Day. <laughs> So, okay, wait. So, yeah. I tell that background story to kind of acknowledge that I experienced Mm. firsthand how toxic it can be when people are trying to assign a sexuality to you or publicly guess about your sexuality. Totally. Or like say that they know you. You listening, Aunt Robin? (laughs) (laughs) Great, keep going. Say that they know you better than you know yourself. uh, Imply that if, if you have shared something with a close friend everyone's entitled to that information all this stuff so that's the background to say that like i've experienced that firsthand so i want to be careful about how i talk about this other girl just like so pretty didn't really like date people and i think maybe i related to that and was like sure oh that makes sense i think the critical difference here is that she's anonymous in this story she is anonymous and that is but i a very and you are within your own rights to like explore what you think that was with her yeah and that's not like problematic i think the other angle was was that other people who were not like 
interested in her the way I was interested in her would t- would kind of talk in the same way and be like oh maybe she's gay and so I so I like have this weird thing where you don't like, want to insult her like that you don't want to like I, I don't want to insult you don't want to like be that. a part of that behavior but yeah. Kate like if you had like maybe like a connection with this person you're allowed to discuss it I know I know with I just, her being anonymous okay anyway that being said I'd was, like to know her I name. thought she no, I'm not telling you <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was very pretty we really got along we like had things in common but we're different and we went we went out to dinner like hey would you like to go out to dinner yes i would great i'll pick you up at this time like went out to dinner damn you know banter the whole time but it's like when you're not so this goes back to my theory which i've said before that every interaction is flirting (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) just like you're getting to know each other of course you're like joking and teasing and like asking questions and making eye contact like it's it really is hard sometimes to differentiate between like flirting and just like being nice and getting to know someone and like having a fun time you're building something whether you're building like I'm a gonna potential ask one more time if this happened a few nights ago no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't want to like jump on the bandwagon but a lot of people have been saying that <laughs> ashley gavin's gay and i just <laughs> but so you're building something whether you're building like uh, a potential like sexual relationship or a friendship like you're building something so i do think it's sometimes it's easy to confuse totally and i was afraid to ask because i was like new to all of this yeah and also because i didn't want to yeah. make her think like yeah. oh people talk about you and yeah. and, and you didn't want to play into something that she may have been insecure about <sighs> right and totally. something that i had so recently experienced yeah so like I was just afraid to ask it was date and then after after the dinner like she asked me if I wanted some gum and I was like I've read Cosmo I know that that means a kiss is coming Oh <laughs> and I was my like, god Yes I'd like some gum which I was like see I've consented to the kiss now <laughs> like, it was like such like thinking this is like her version of like are you a friend of Dorothy yeah. <laughs> it's like would you like some gum yes. after dinner But yes. that's what they write in Cosmo I don't know if you've seen it like there there's all types of like tips like that for like when to know you're about Cosmo to get is like kissed. the last thing is like do anything but healthy open communication exactly right they're like Cos- they're like be mysterious be alluring and then fist his fucking ass <laughs> <They're> like- <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> how do you think ashley learned the uh, mouth glance from experience if a girl looks, I thought you don't do it again. Cosmo. If, <laughs> do not do it again. Jake is like, no, I can't. Not. <laughs> if a girl, if a girl looks at my mouth, now I'm picturing Jen looking at my mouth for the first time, which was the most wonderful moment of my entire life. Oh my but gosh. if a girl looks at my mouth, I'm like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, you've I seen accepted, her eyes. I accepted. <laughs> I've ex- I've accepted the mint gum. Nothing happens. Later, I'm in a <laughs> your arms folded. Nothing happens. Nothing happens to my dismay. Later, I'm in a relationship, a pretty public relationship. Like it's not a secret that I'm like it's not closeted. Like I'm just like clearly like with this person we're together all the time, that kind of thing. I see this other girl one night. It's like a party night, so she's been drinking a little bit. And we're happy to see each other and I get like a kiss on the cheek that is like Oh maybe one fifth of my lips that is fucking hot oh my fucking god if i had been single Ah! (laughs) oh my god this is one of those like closeted closeted like did you ever have that like we're not we're doing every we are getting right up to that just that moment of like oh that was that was sexual and i wasn't expecting it but it was yeah if i'd been single i think i would have taken that to be the moment to just like 
just turned my head and then now it's a real kiss but i was with someone and i really liked the person i was yeah. with so i was just like ha 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 bye like just kind of oh, like brush it off oh my god so then after that relationship i'd try like one more time <laughs> i clearly really just thought this girl was very pretty uh and really nice and funny <sighs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> i'm like mad at my yeah, whatever yeah you should have gone for it i should have gone for i it. have ones like that so we so we're we on, all like, do we're on another i would say date together i'm still like kind of in this i'm still kind of stuck in this thought where i'm like oh i don't want to hurt her feelings by being like are you gay like <laughs> are you gay so instead you kiss the corner of her mouth no so but so i'm like just reading like every single i'm like am at this point like an editor for Cosmo, just like There's every 19 little... pieces of gum in your mouth. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you want some? I like your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like trying to pick up on all these like minuscule, like body language yeah, or like yeah, yeah. verbal things. So unhealthy. And um, at one point we were like watching TV or something and my, we were like lying down and I was like, oh, sorry. Like my ass is completely in your way. And she goes, no, I like the view. So and I didn't do anything. Oh, you're fucking useless. You I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. No, say it a few more times. I didn't do anything. Listener, this is a cautionary tale. <laughs> Just make a fucking move, you little bitch. <laughs> do not be the person. Do not be the ass in someone's face. The one thing I, I empathize with you not making a move only because if that was how she made her first move, I was like bent over and she said that like, and then she goes, I like the view, which is like objectively a corny line. Yeah. I would not know how this to respond. Been going on for months. Like I would, I would like, like, are you like that? Like, what would you even say? Like, do you mean, cause it's like a corny line. Like it's kind of joking. Like the pivot from that into like actual sexiness. Like you're just like in this vulnerable position of being lent over. And we're going to be like, Oh yeah. Like it's kind of like, it's like on paper. It's like kind of a good move, but then you're left to do a lot of work to bridge it right? to like an actual thing. Like, like, I like the view. So then I just pull my pants down. <laughs> what if she was like, no, like, <laughs> Like, it's just like I literally am trying to think like what I would do in that moment if that was the first line as the move and I don't know what line you'd be fucked you can't look at her mouth you're facing the other way like we, I don't know what I, I would do I really disagree I I would have just accepted for it for the weird situation that it was turned around and asked if I could kiss her that's okay. what I would have right. Yeah. I think I would have uh, she says I like the view and I go then eat it then <laughs> Look out, I already had ice cream two times today. <laughs> I'm like chewing a piece of gum with my asshole. <laughs> guys, why am I even here? You guys are you guys are just fucking killing it. And this I'm just so sad. This is our longest ever. To, I know, and I just I think we should just keep going and, okay. and, and, and just segment, make it a double. And just make it a double and segue. Into your having gay sex. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Should we do butt plugs? First? Uh, if he want, we have not asked him. I don't know what any oh, of this do you is. Wanna, oh yeah. Well, let's do. Do you want? Let's... I want to do it all. Okay. I want to do it all. I don't want to. I want the full experience. We're starting to do bonus episodes that are Patreon only, where we read stories that the listeners have sent in. I'm obsessed. Okay, great. It's called your having gay sex. Yes. Great. Butt but, plugs but... is when you take off your pants. No. <laughs> no. Butt plugs is just what we call plugs. But we should Gorgeous. do them now so that they're 
Yeah. Here. You were a phenomenal guest. Thank you. This was so fun. This isn't so fun. It's the best this podcast is- on the air besides yours coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm yeah, hoping- plug that again. My podcast is called Going Out with Jake Cornell. It'll be out. if Depending on when this episode comes out, it might be already out or it'll be out soon. Nice. I-, I can try and arrange it, but to be perfectly honest, I'm having... I've had four difficult podcasting experiences with different people being like, I need a release here. And oh my God, I don't give a shit. Literally, like, <laughs> if you like me and want to listen to my podcast, follow me on Instagram and I'll announce when it's right, coming exactly. out. Right, exactly. Like, Jake W. Cornell. All right. Um, Butt plug. December 9th at Sour Mouse. More details to be released soon. Please That's come. Kate's show. Uh, you can be. It's that's the second best show in New York City. <laughs> Although I'll be on it, so it'll be tied for first. Yeah, you will be on it. <laughs> I think I'll be on it anyway. You don't have to book me. I don't care. I, I already asked you and you said yes. Great. I'm doing Whoops. it. <laughs> <sighs> what a wild, chaotic episode. I'm obsessed. One of the best ways you can support me is by coming to a show. I am coming to Chicago, Bloomington, Indiana, Philadelphia, and every Sunday I have my weekly show in New York City. If you're a patron, you get discounts or free tickets. AshleyGavin.com slash tour dates or just AshleyGavin.com and Patreon.com slash WHGS. I would love to see you guys there. It's so helpful for me, and it's such a good time. If you think this podcast is funny, I cannot wait for you to experience live stand-up comedy. No offense to this pod. I love it, but stand-up, you will never laugh harder in your life. And I can't wait to meet you in person. Please come through. AshleyGavin.com.